Welcome to Success Strategies for Dental Practice Owners, the podcast for dentists who are ready to take their practice to new heights. Join your host, Stan Kinder, who has worked with the profession over four decades and now represents practice owners interested in exploring a relationship with a DSO. On the show, he explores ways to grow your income and increase the value of your practice. Expect thoughtful conversations with influential guests who are pioneers in the dental industry. From insightful dental consultants to brilliant marketing experts, from accomplished dental practice owners to innovative dental manufacturers, this podcast will bring you a diverse range of perspectives. Success Strategies for Dental Practice Owners is here to equip you with the tools and information you need to thrive. Your practice's future begins right here. And now, here's your host, Stan Kinder. Hello, everybody. I'd like to welcome uh, everyone to another episode of the uh, Success Strategies for Dental Practice Owners podcast. I'm Stan Kinder, the host, and uh, I'm pleased to welcome the guest today, Gretchen Adcock of uh, Lending Tree. I have long believed that uh, third-party financing programs are uh, definitely uh, can be a significant driver of success in dental practices. A good starting place, Gretchen, just might be for you to kind of describe your background, what your journey in dentistry has been, yeah, and, uh, how you've uh, worked with Lending Tree. Yeah, absolutely. So I've been with Lending Club now for eight years. I'm a head of sales and business development for Lending Club. I've held multiple different roles within Lending Club, um, from working on our partnership side, on the dental side, as well as now running all the verticals from dental, fertility, um, our tutoring side, and in all the areas of families and patients that we touch in order to um, have more third-party financing. From right. the dental perspective, um, I have a vast knowledge and experience in working specifically with dental implant practices. So prior to Lending Club, I actually worked for Strawman um, in their dental implant sales side, and I worked with them on a um, in a field sales type of position where I worked with single practices as well as large corporate DSOs to help them um, launch and utilize implants to help patients uh, get the smile that they've always wanted. Great. Um, yeah, after leaving lending, uh, after actually between Lending Club and Strawman, I actually have done some consulting, um, both for oral surgeries and periodontists in the area, and been able to help them with practice management growth initiatives, look at their clinical outcomes to ensure that productivity is being met um, where it needs to be, and other various metrics. So fully understand the dental space. Great, great. That's awesome. Uh, my goal in these podcasts really is to expose the listeners the subject matter experts uh, and folks that can bring knowledge to the table that will help them accelerate their own success in their particular practice environment. Uh, and certainly, given your background, sounds like you're well suited for that. Um, I don't know Lending Club specifically. I'm generally familiar with third-party uh, uh, financing companies. Maybe if you could talk a little bit about lending clubs programs specifically and how perhaps it might be uh, different or unique from other competitors in the space. Yeah, you know, I think that um, first and foremost, the third party financing industry is always vastly changing. And um, it obviously ebbs and flows based on the economic um, situation that we're in, as well as looking at where other lenders are within the industry and how they're responding to the current economy. Um, with that said, if you look at Lending Club and the uniqueness that we have, is Lending Club is a bank. 
So what that means is we don't have to go borrow funds like our competitors do to lend funds out. So what that does is it keeps our cost of funds low for the patients that are borrowing. And in fact, Lending Club has the lowest headline APR rate in the market currently for all of the, uh, what we call an installment loan. So our installment loans start at 3.99% to the consumer. So what that means is when the patient is coming in and applying for a loan to get their full arch treatment, if they have good credit, they could be approved for as low as 3.99% on that monthly payment. The other thing that's unique about Lending Club is that we have three different product offerings. So we really try to service all credit spectrums. So what we have is what's called our no interest product. And what that means is exactly what it is. It's no interest during that promotional period. So say that the patient takes out a loan for six months of no interest. Let's keep the math simple. Say it's $6,000. They make those monthly payments and pay off that particular $6,000 amount. So say, um, well, a lot of the times people have all the intention of paying off that 6,000 during that six months, but life happens. They're not really able to do that. What's unique about Lending Club is say the patient only pays off 3,000 of it. Lending Club charges interest only on the balance that is left. Our other competitors in the market actually go back to day one and start charging interest on the entire amount of the loan, even if an amount was paid off. And that's called retroactive interest. So it really is unfair for the patients. And they're really confused as to, wait, I've paid off 3000 Why am I paying interest on something that I paid off during that promotional time? So there's a lack of transparency and it creates frustration. And a lot of practices don't like that because the patients come in and they're frustrated because they got the loan through the practice. So Lending Club doesn't do that. We don't have that retroactive interest that our competitors do do. It's important because the CFPB, which is the government agency that looks at um, how people do or how we do lending and is it fair and is it um is it right by the consumer they've actually started to look at uh, medical loans specifically and looking at some of the retroactive interest practices and that's something that they don't feel that it's fair for applicants coming in and patients that are coming in so it's important to partner with somebody like lending club that has very transparent plans got it we then have installment loans did you have a question on that one stan well yeah on the no interest loan um, I know for some companies, uh, it requires that the practice take a discount in the fee that uh, would otherwise uh, be financed. So maybe mm-hmm. you can walk me through an example of, so let's, again, let's say for discussion purposes, keep it around numbers to make it simple. A patient yeah. is going to finance a $5,000 treatment plan, and they want to pursue the no interest option. Talk mm-hmm. to me about how that's structured both on the practice side as well as on the uh, patient slash consumer side. Yeah, absolutely. So on all on all third-party loans, the way that lenders make money are, are in two ways. One is what's called an admin fee. So that's that fee that you're talking about where the practice pays that. And then also on the interest side, um, if it's an interest-bearing loan, which would be an installment loan. So for there's no interest loans, what that is, is it basically is there's an admin fee that's associated with it that the practice would pay so that the patient can choose to take out that six month term. 
So there are no interest fees. And these are just our standard, uh, what we call rack rates. They that starts at 5.9% for those no interest loans. So there's an opportunity um, based on what we call like a volume commitment on how much financing that is actually being done or whether what we call like a look status, um, putting us in what we call like a first look position. There's room to talk about some of those fees and, and we get some discounting based on how much a practice is doing. We also work with many large organizations um, that have special fees um, if you're a member for some of those other organizations as well. So we want to definitely work with practices and better understand their business. One of the, my advice and a tip would be this. A lot of times people will say, you know what, I'm going to offer a 24-month no interest product. That sounds great, but the reality is the 24-month no interest product, regardless of what third-party financing lender you're using, is going to be the highest admin fee to the practice. If a patient's going to be selecting a 24-month no-interest product, chances are they're looking for that lowest monthly payment. To get the lowest monthly payment, they really should be taking an installment loan. And the installment loan has some of that shared fees. So that's where that fee, that admin fee is for the practice is at 3.9% starting um, versus say a 24 month no interest that's at 12.9%. So the practice really can save a lot of money up front by really showing the option of the installment loan. And the beauty of the installment loan is that the installment loan can go out to, we go out to 120 months. So that really allows for that monthly payment to be very low. And it also allows for the patient to take on some of that interest so the practice doesn't have to pay so much up front. Now, um, do the loans have you know recourse back to the practice in the event the patient? No, that's we take on all that risk for you guys from Lending Club does that. So we really make sure that the patient knows that they have their loan through Lending Club. There's no risk that's done from, from that perspective. Got it. Got it. In addition to the no interest loans, we do have the installment loans. So this is also unique to Lending Club since we are a bank. We offer two different kinds. So what we have is that installment loan that starts at 3.99% that I had just mentioned that goes out to that 120 months up to 65,000. And what that, that loan does is that takes in consideration the applicant's credit profile to give them the best option that they, they could have. The other piece that we have, a, a line of credit that acts like an installment loan. So that might be for what we would call a near prime or subprime patient where they wouldn't necessarily get the best interest rate on the installment loan. This kind of helps fill in the gap there for them. And that's called our promotional rate interest plan. One application applies for all three loans and patients see all of their options without it impacting their credit. So it's a great way and a great tool for treatment coordinators to utilize Lending Club because it really gives all options for the patients and they can figure out what's best for affordability. Got it. Got it. Uh, you know, and you kind of addressed my next question and what you just described, because historically, one of the criticisms has been that, you know, the third party uh, lenders mostly approve only A and B credits. And so, you know, the people who might be a little bit more risky uh, from a credit perspective can't get approval. And they're very often the patients who need it the most. And it sounds to me like 
you know, given the range of options that are available, you sort of address all, all segments to some degree. Yeah. We always say start with Lending Club first. And here's why. We're transparent. We are predictable in our admin fees. And it's a very, uh, you're partnering with the best in the industry. There's a really good brand behind Lending Club. Even if we don't approve it, that's okay. Lending Club is not going to approve every applicant that comes in the door. There's what we call second look lenders or lenders that specialize in some of those subprime segments. Those mm -hmm. subprime segments and those lenders are obviously going to charge a lot more on the admin fee because there's more risk to the loan. And right. that's something that, that our individual reps can work with practices to talk with them about recommendations of other lenders that we know in the markets to really fill their needs. Got it. Um, can you describe for me perhaps a kind of a case study or two about, you know, the kind of, uh, you know, revenue increase or growth that yeah. uh, occurred once a practice adopted your program? Yeah, there's an old statistic out there from the Levine Group that I always love quoting. It says 95% of practices can grow by 30% or more with the right processes and procedures in place. And the reality is, is if we're able to streamline the approach to financing and allow for patients to get more access to care, that's going to ultimately turn into more revenue for the bottom line. So one of the things that we really focus on and work a lot with practices is um, I was actually speaking at the Academy of Optium Integration, gosh, I'm going to date myself about six years ago. And I was talking to this group and it was speaking on the podium and was talking to them about um, case acceptance and was talking about how many patients the general dentists don't refer to a specialist due to cost. And every general dentist shook their head that it's happening on a daily basis. So the reality is daily there's patients that are walking out of the practice that need the care but aren't moving forward due to cost. Yeah. So if, if you imagine the average case of most of those patients is anywhere between 5000 to eight to even $10,000. So let's say 8000 to keep the number simple. If we're able then to take of those patients that say so you're having five patients a week walk out the door, if we're able just to convert two patients a month, so there's 20 of them a month that are walking out, that would result in an additional $16,000 a month of revenue for the practice. And then you multiply that by 12 you're really experiencing good growth on the bottom line. The reality yep. is, is the patients are there and they need it. But what we are doing and what we realize is we're waiting for the patient to ask us about, about affordable options. We're not proactively saying, hey, Stan, today you need to do your overdenture and let's talk about ways that you can afford it. And then presenting and bringing in that financing conversation from the beginning, that's going to allow patients to not walk out the door. Yep, I am a big fan of that approach. In a past life, I used to do some practice management consulting, and I would always recommend that, you know, when you present a treatment plan, that you sit down and have a structured conversation about how the treatment can potentially be paid for, that you exactly. identify the range of options that are available in the practice, and you talk about it with the specific numbers from their case, so that you kind of take that uh, um, concern slash obstacle off the table at the beginning of the conversation. 
And it was always surprising to me how few practices actually take that kind of approach. That's kind of like what you described. They wait until the problem pops up and then they try and react to it as opposed to being proactive and trying to get out in front of it. Which is exactly what we're asking our patients not to do, right? With their dental care. If they have a pro, if, you know, that we're asking them to come in and do preventative measures to stay on top of their oral health, where sometimes they're waiting until it becomes a problem, which is resulting into, you know, pain for them in a larger case. So if we can be proactive on the financing front and get our patients to come in the door more frequently and be able to help them close the case with um, the, the care that they need, it's a win-win for everybody. Got it. Got it. What assistance do you provide to a practice who is new to Lending Club in terms of helping them set up kind of best practice programs and operating in a way that's going to let them achieve the optimal uh, uh, outcome? Yeah, that's a great question. So we have both what we have an inside sales team that's sitting in Boston, making our outbound phone calls and inbound phone calls and working with practices across the country. We also have a field sales team that um, is in different pockets of the country as well that work with many practices on an in-person basis. So when somebody comes to Lending Club and they want to register, we go through what's called an onboarding training. So they get to hear the tips and tricks, just like I'm talking about on day one. What we find is that on day one is great, but the reality is, is you need to have regular business reviews to look at ways that you can optimize the financing within the practice. So our sales team and business development team is meeting with providers and office managers to discuss things like close rate. So that means how often is a loan getting approved and how often is it actually going to funding and closing? If that close rate is dropping below the regional average, then there's ways that we can look at, hey, what are you doing in practice? How are you presenting financing? And seeing if there's some best practices that can change for that. We also do some things where we look at the average credit score that's coming through for the practice and compare it to the region. This is a great marketing tip because if you're tending to bring in a much lower credit quality of applicants in that specific versus that region, then that could be showing that you're targeting certain demographics. And a lot of marketing um, teams and uh, with practices we work with rely on that data to ensure that they're reaching all patients in the area. Great, great. Uh, You know, it's interesting to me. I would think that... um, it would be a pretty easy sale when you compare and contrast what you provide uh, as compared to the kind of discounts that practices uh, embrace when they participate with PPOs mm-hmm. um, below their usual and customary fees. It's uh, remarkable. And, and yeah. you know, the, the promise of the PPOs when they first uh, arrived on the scene were, participate with us in exchange for the discounted rates, we're going to increase your patient volume pretty dramatically. But the reality is now damn near every practice participates Mm -hmm. and the ability to increase patient volume is vastly diminished. And so uh, ultimately why my observation has been more often than not, they're just embracing the discounts and not really getting any other benefit um, other than Certainly, you know, there are some patients who the first question out of their mouth is, do you accept my insurance? 
and you know the answer to that can always be yes doesn't necessarily have to mean that you participate and accept the the discounted fees but <laughs> clearly uh it's an issue the other thing that occurs to me is that uh, you know, practices that do more higher dollar volume cases tend to be uh, more efficient and they're dropping a higher percentage Absolutely. of dollars to the bottom line. Yeah. And so, you know, anything that you can do that will help facilitate case acceptance of those higher dollar cases um, certainly makes a lot of sense uh, to me for sure. I agree. And we're all seeing the same types of patients. The same types of patients are coming in every practice door. I think what the difference is, or I know what the difference is, is that some practices are better at being able to discuss affordability during that treatment plan. And right. if they're able to discuss the affordability when they're discussing the clinical needs of the patient, the value is there. So the patients want to move forward and are able to find a way to afford it because they see that they need to get oral health taken care of. So yeah. I would encourage all practices to really look at ways to have that affordability conversation, a part of the treatment planning conversation, so that that becomes more of a reality for patients, especially on those larger cases. Uh, do you provide any, any sort of Printed materials. Uh... Oh, yeah, we have printed materials. Um, we have a really nice patient brochure that walks through all the options, and it's a very easy um, handout that you that people can give to patients so they can see what the benefits are with Lending Club. Got it. You had mentioned earlier, sort of, that you use uh, some sort of regional averages and data to kind of measure how individual practices are performing compared to others in their geography, which I guess sort of brings to the, uh, the question of mind of, you know, generally speaking, what's the percentage of applications that ultimately get approved? I'm kind of curious because I think that would be a meaningful statistic to most uh, yeah. owners as they think about the program. Yeah, that's a tough one to answer. It just because if each practice utilizes Lending Club differently. So some are doing what we're talking about where they're using it on every case. What we find is that, and then and, and it could be in a good um, affluent area where that average credit score is really high. So their approval rates are gonna be in the 70s, 80s, right? Because it's going to be those prime applicants coming through the door and we're seeing, seeing a large amount where there could be a practice that's only using Lending Club when people ask about it, and they could be in a, a region where the average credit score is not as high, and that approval rate is going to be 30 to 40% because it's just a small subset of patients that are coming through the door. So yeah. we really look and we, and we really look at each practice individually to figure out how you, they can maximize financing. And I think things that are important is like to look at like the full meet the sale. So in our low risk segment, we can say that about 96% of the patients that come in, we're giving them 100% meet the sale. So that means we're offering them 100% of what they're asking because that's what's most important. So there's really unique statistics for each specific region, but I would encourage if somebody decides to sign up with the Lending Club, or they are a Lending Club user to reach out to their representative um, and schedule a business review. So we can talk through some of those things and see if there's any tips that we can give uh, for the practice. Got it, got it. 
Anything that we uh, we haven't really covered, Gretchen, that you feel uh, is important for us to talk about? The only thing that I could think of, um, the, another feature of Lending Club, and then I'll leave some advice to this, is what we have what's called a multi-disbursement. So this is really great specifically for dental. If uh, it's a general dentist and a surgeon working together or a specialist working together, the patient can get one loan and one payment for the whole treatment and we disperse it to each practice however they tell us to. So it really simplifies the um, the thought of taking on a larger case because they don't have to get two loans in one payment. It's our two payments, it's one loan in one payment. So that's something that's unique to us that our competitors don't do. My advice would be uh, for all practices to really take a hard look at how they're presenting financing and how they're meeting the needs of patients that are coming in the door. Are they waiting for somebody to say, hey, I need to look at payment options? Or are they proactively saying, let's figure out the best means of affordability? Because given the economic situation that we're currently in right now, people's finances are changing on a regular basis. You know, interest rates are rising, inflation is going up. So what we're finding is a lot of people are looking for an affordable monthly payment because they don't want to deplete their savings. So I would encourage all practices to look at the process that they're doing with financing, and that's ultimately going to help them grow their bottom line and help patients get the care they need. Got it. Got it. Uh, yeah, that makes uh, makes a lot of sense. Uh, is there an, uh, you know, across the entire Lending Club portfolio, is there an average loan size that you typically see? Yeah, that's a great question. So we go as low as 500 up to 65,000. So we have different segments in different groups. So we have something that's called like our, in, our we tag them as implant dental providers. Those average loan sizes could be anywhere between a $7,000 to $15,000 case. Our full arch case providers, they're averaging about twenty-five dollars to $30,000 per arch. And then Every day, run uh, dentistry is you know that five thousand or less. Um, so that's all really varies depending on what type of dentistry each practice is doing. Got it. Got it. Uh, yeah, again, very logical uh, conclusion. Yeah. <laughs> um, last thing I'm going to ask you, Gretchen, before we uh, wrap it up is, if someone is interested in getting in touch with you, what's the best way for them to uh, uh, reach out? So they can go to lendingclub.com forward slash patient solutions and click on the button that says for doctors. That will then take them there to the registration form to register, or it provides the customer service number where they can call and get more information. Great. Great. Super. Well, I really appreciate you taking the time today. Um, I use a third-party uh, uh, company to assist with uh, the production of the podcast. Uh, once they do the final uh, editing, um, I will uh, get a copy of it uh, in your hands. So you okay. have Perfect. That sounds great. And I'll get over the bio and the headshot as well, too. Perfect. Thanks so much. I really, Thank I you. really appreciate you taking the time. Have a great day. You too. Bye-bye. Uh, thanks. Thanks.
This has been Success Strategies for Dental Practice Owners. We hope you gain valuable insights and practical wisdom that will guide you on your journey to success with your practice. To visit Stan Kinder on the web, go to www.everythingdso.com. If you found today's episode helpful, don't forget to hit the subscribe button so you never miss an opportunity to hear brilliant insights from dental industry insiders. Remember, whether you're planning your next strategic move, seeking ways to enhance your practice's value, or dreaming of expanding your dental empire, we're here to guide you on your way to success.